Larry Weber is an educator, author, and naturalist, and he joins us every Friday for Backyard Almanac. Larry is on the line today, and boy, Larry, things have changed at least visually and a little bit temperature-wise since last we spoke. Yes, it is pretty amazing what we went through. Now, we go through changes every year in November. November is a remarkable month that way, but boy, did we see it this week. We didn't have to wait for a whole month to see the changes that we had. Uh, If you go back a little ways, it was November 9th that we had such a thick, foggy day. I remember well because I was doing some driving on that day, and that's probably the best way to remember all the fog. Uh, That was followed by during the night we had some thunderstorms, and then that was, of course, the next day, November 10, was the day of gales of November, where we had the strong winds and the heavy rain and At my house, we recorded three inches of rain. The weather service in Duluth was more like two inches, but nevertheless, it was a pretty intense rain. And then that was followed by the colder weathers. I, uh, Where I live here, I have access to about a half a dozen ponds and swamps. And so I went out to take a look at them, and starting on the 11th, and then continuing to the 13th, they have all frozen over. Now, that ice that was formed was not really that thick of an ice, and then that was followed by a couple days of snow. The total amount of snow that fell, in the weather, according to the Weather Service earlier this week, was about uh, six or seven inches. Uh, that's a little hard to see it because it was Uh, spread out over several days. Uh, We did not get the huge amounts that some other places did. But what it did is it covered the the ice on the ponds to make it look like it's nice and safe for walking. And no, I don't recommend that. Not yet. Now, according to the forecast, we're supposed to get colder. They even used the, the Z word this morning in the forecast about zero temperature might be showing up this weekend. That's what we need. We need some really cold days like that for, to penetrate through the snow cover to freeze the ice. We are now getting, after the ponds and swamps have frozen over, we are now getting some lakes. I checked uh, yesterday at three different lakes in the neighborhood. They were all covered with ice. The one nearest my house is still not yet covered with ice, but I expect it's going to join the rest of them very soon. If you, uh, We passed the midway of the month, and I always like to look at what's happening halfway through and to see how that's going to continue through the rest of the month. Usually it does not. I have learned in watching weather that the first half and the second half of months are often very different, and we might be seeing it again this month. We probably will be seeing it. Thanks to some early days of almost record-setting temperatures, the first half of the month was considerably warmer, almost uh, 8 degrees, 9 degrees above normal. Now, since then, we've started to cool off, but still the average temperature as of today, the average temperature for the month has been 35 degrees. The normal for November is more like about 29. So we are still above normal. We are way above normal in precipitation thanks to the rains followed by the snows. We have a precipitation-wise about uh, more than 3 inches, which is 
is more than more than two inches above normal for this time. Wow. And that gives us for the whole year, that gives us considerably more than normal. And we will almost for sure end up the year being higher amount of precipitation than normal. I was uh, concerned when October was so dry, whether that would happen. The snow that came has been kind of a nice powder snow. I went out and cleaned it off. I was able to do mostly with just a broom. Uh, nice powder. It, often when the temperatures are near freezing, the snow can be a very wet snow. But this is this has been ni- a, a nice powder snow. And it brings up a new aspect that I love looking at every winter, and that is the animal tracks. <laughs> it really, snow is just remarvelous for telling us what goes on what when we don't see it. There are critters that wander around often at night, and we seldom see them. But thanks to the snow, they leave their impressions. And I have been following finding tracks every day. And I think we'll continue not only finding tracks, but also finding what they are doing when they're out walking. Uh, so far, it's just been a case mostly of squirrels and deer and mice. But I have been able to find out what they're doing. There's a couple of cases where I find that the squirrels were digging into their caches. We had a pretty good crop of acorns this year, and so many squirrels have buried uh, their acorns, and now under they're digging through the snow to find it. And then also I found several places where deer <coughs> were scraping through the snow also to get acorns. So the tracks tell us a lot, and like I say, there's a lot of critters out there we don't see. But I started this week, I started to see some that are out there at night. I have, uh, I feed birds like many people do, and uh, so far the bird feeding has been pretty much normal. The chickadees, nuthatches, woodpeckers, blue jays, pretty pretty much as I expect normal. But I also like to feed uh, a platform that's near the bird feeder, a platform that's on the side of a tree. I go out at dusk and I put out sunflower seeds on that platform. Notice I said I put it out at dusk and not at dawn. Why? Because I want to attract a couple of nocturnal critters, the flying squirrels. And I've been doing this now for years, and I don't know if the squirrels have a memory from one year to the next or whatever, but I put out the food on the platform one night. Two nights later, the first one showed up. And they are the most interesting critters to watch. Flying squirrels are a whole lot more common than most people realize. But because they are nocturnal, we don't usually see them. Uh, The name flying squirrel, of course, is a misnomer. They do not fly. They do glide. And they do some remarkable uh, steering and so forth when they do their gliding. They have a fold of skin that goes from the front legs to the back legs that gives them an extra amount of movement in the air. And then they have a flat tail that used as a rudder, and they'll jump between these trees and they'll negotiate landings and so forth. And remember, they do all this at night, and they have very big eyes. They are the cutest things to look at. They are gregarious, and the platform will often hold several. I saw four on the platform at one time last night. I, uh, I'll continue to put out food for them. I don't think they will continue to be as uh, active as they are right now as we get later in the winter, but we'll see. They do not hibernate. They remain active throughout the winter. Yes, and so things have gone a change. There is still plenty of migrants going on. Uh, Hawk Ridge, which continues its counting all the way through the end of the month, 
have been seeing the late arrivals. Those are things like uh, bald eagles and red-tailed hawks especially, but there are also golden eagles. There are also uh, rough leg hawks. There are northern goshawks that are all coming through still. So the migration continues. Uh, I heard both geese and swans this week, and among the swans, I saw a flock of 10 uh, trumpeter swans, and then I heard a flock of uh, tundra swans. Tundra swans are often in flocks much, much bigger than that. They may be a flock of as many as a hundred, uh, but but they're they're late migrants, and with the things freezing right now, they're going to keep on moving. Other migrants of note: snow buntings, pine grosbeak, pine siskin, purple finch, and of course our friendly red poles. I haven't seen too many of any of those finches, but I expect they will be arriving soon. Some years we have lots of finches, and some years we don't. I don't know. Uh, while walking a couple days this week, I saw I've been watching a persistent tree sparrow that refuses to migrate. It's still can hanging around. And then yesterday it was with a junco. Now, in my walk this morning, I did not see them. So maybe they finally moved on. Crows, ravens, blue jays, and then, as I said, uh, woodpeckers. It's red belly woodpecker, downy woodpecker, hairy woodpecker are still hanging around and coming to the bird feeder. White breast nuthatch, occasionally red breast nuthatch showing up. And uh, and then there are those that hang around for the winter that don't come to bird feeders, such as the owl and crows and ravens and wild turkeys and grouse. Uh, they're all around as well, so there's still plenty of birds that are around, and they'll continue to be around throughout the winter. So, yes, it's a very good time to get out right now and take a look at the scene. Perhaps, if you're a cross-country skier, to put on the skis and get out and take a closer look, as I did the last couple of days, and uh, the powder feels really good again. So, Take care, and uh, have a a good one. Thanks a lot, Larry. Stay warm out there. That is Larry Weber. Larry is an educator, author, and naturalist, and he joins us every Friday for Backyard Almanac.